I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hey, what's going on? Happy Monday, folks. Welcome to the Endless Panel, alive today on this Monday. How are you guys oh, doing? Yeah, I'm good. How are you? Energy. Yeah, me too. Good. We're so happy to be here. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to the after show for Super Soul Conversations by Oprah. We're focused on the 2020 Vision Tour, Your Life and Focus. And today, Michelle Obama, well, we're going to be talking about the conversation that Oprah had with Michelle Obama. And um, this is Super Soul Sit Down. And today, we have a special guest, none other than Boots Durango. Hey. Hi, everyone. It's so, it's so... It's so soulful to be here. Oh, Soulfully splendid. That's the word I would use. <laughs> yes. A little alliteration in there. <laughs> I love it. So glad to have you. And then, Thank of course, you. you guys know I'm Jamie Alexander. Super excited to be here and um, happy to be hosting. And, of course, to my left co-host, the beautifully spoken Haley J. What's up, guys? Yeah. Can I just say the energy right now, as soon as you walked in, is like, we were talking about we're tired. And now we're like, not anymore. We're, yeah. ready, to go. <laughs> we're ready to go. Yes, let's do it. And uh, clearly we're ready to go because we match unconsciously. Seriously. Yeah, we look I good. I love it. Is the vibe. The snatch. I love what you guys have going on. It's amazing. Okay, it's so great. So, um, Super Soul. So, Boots, I know you yes. didn't hear all of the whole podcast, but that's okay because everything that they talk about are just life topics. So, okay. Haley, I know you heard it. What did you think of the podcast overall with Michelle? I was, At first, I was just thinking what a powerhouse of women and how much I would have wanted to be in that audience. Michelle Obama, for someone that has, you know, so much credibility and so much power, she still seems so much like Oprah, so approachable, so easy to talk to to someone that I think I could tell a secret to and I know that I could just confide in her she's got that type of personality and I just I love everything she stands for honestly and she's very honest and truthful and she was funny. Like, yeah. I want to hang out with Well, she her. was realistic. She was like, yeah, especially when she was talking about her kids being out of the house. She's like, hell yeah, I'm enjoying that. <laughs> yeah. Like, that was like, that's refreshing to hear. I mean, wouldn't you if you got to just, just you and Barack, just, you know. In yeah. secret service. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> secret service. <laughs> yeah, I definitely thought it was very insightful. Again, she felt very, all due respects, because she's, you know, older than me, of course, but she still gave me homegirl vibes. Yeah. Which was like, I want to sit, she's Auntie Michelle. Like, mm-hmm. I want to sit down with her. I could totally have a full conversation and learn something and um like maybe get her arm work out (laughs) (laughs) and she doesn't she talks about all those works out she had some um really good points about that so um so her book becoming was the best-selling memoir of all time i have yet to read it unfortunately but i will i will get to it um but i like the way she talked about liking her own story Mm -hmm. so boots i'll ask you sure We've all been through so many things in our lives. Mm-hmm. Like, when when do you get to the point where you go through your story and you actually like it? And you're not like, this happened to me and this happened to me. But you're like, you know what? I received this for what it was. Understood. It's when you convert victimized energy into something that is productive. And the realization that everything that you've gone through sets you up to win in ways that you haven't won before. So, mm. when you embrace those two philosophies, life becomes almost like, oh, I'm happy for this lesson. I'm happy you walked out of my life. Or you can look at it from a perspective of, I dodged a bullet, or this is supplementing the vibration I want to have to get to where I'm trying to go. Yeah, no, I'd yeah. have to agree completely. Because even when I heard it, like, liking my story, there were parts of my story I used to hate. But once yeah. I found the value in them, and I'm like, oh, but wait, this can help somebody. And I'm glad I went through it because now when I speak to these people, I'm coming from a real place. I'm not just trying to share. And one of the right. biggest things or stories I tell my clients, you met me when I was in LA the last time, and we yeah. were all struggling, girl. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. 
God, like, okay. it was a different, yes. When I tell you when I went back home, every last one of those jobs, down to the job that we worked together, yes. has supplemented my business. And because of that, I have that philosophy ingrained in me now. Every single thing you go through supplements a bigger picture. So um, that's what I embrace. And that's what makes me, you know, accept it easier than just, okay, I'm tortured by this. Correct. <laughs> well, and we talk yeah. about you're going to believe someone that has gone through something so much more and relate to them so much more than someone that, you know, they don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. If they haven't lived that struggle. So, yeah, your story, ultimately, as cheesy as it is, it gets us to the exact moment we're in right now, yep. whether or not we understand it while we're going through it. But it is so essential. I completely agree with you, Fran. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so, with that being said, this kind of goes hand in hand. What do you guys think about, because um, Michelle was talking about how the current climate speaks down on us being self-reflective. Mm. How powerful do you find self-reflection? Mm. I personally think it's everything because sometimes I don't even know what my mind is doing until I silence it to figure out what my own thoughts are saying. Mm-hmm. We're going through the day. There's so much being thrown at us with social media, through our job, mm-hmm. through our friends, through the pressure to even we we're speaking about just the pressure of showing up for other people that, other than ourselves all the time. So I think you need those moments to check in with yourself because, yeah. I mean, we're in the genre and generation of focusing, I think, on mental health more than ever before. It's necessary. And if that's going to help people stop committing suicide and stop, you know, creating awful shootings and things like that. Yeah. (laughs) I don't see how you can criticize someone wanting to work on themselves in a positive way. Yeah. Right. Well, if, to bounce off of what you're saying, self-reflection is extremely pivotal for me because I always deal with everybody else's energy. So oh, yeah. when I unplug, oh, yeah. again, for people who don't know, yes. I'm a celebrity psychic um, and I'm always working from nine to five. I'm reading tarot and then I go live at night and service the public with my abilities. So mm-hmm. I've gotten a regimen of when I go off of live, I unplug to the point where it's just me and all of the creatures that are in my head. <laughs> <laughs> and we're having all this banter, but then I plug back in and it's always being of service. Um, mm. To the point of what Michelle Obama said, you know, it's looked down upon to self-reflect. Yeah, because we're encouraged to put all of our business out there. Like you said, social media, you know, you don't really self-reflect, you express. And then your self-reflection becomes tweets back at you. Well, that's yeah. a sick way to live if you ask me. Yeah. You're going to have to have time. Is it hard to silence the voices in your head? Um, I don't know bipolar stuff, nothing like that. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, all the distractions um, and the thoughts. I think it's difficult for anyone in the 21st yeah, century. Um, but I guess my meditative practices and some of the things that I burn <laughs> uh, will get you there. Whatever are you talking about? <laughs> well, I, I don't know. Sage. Sage. We love Sage. Yeah. I mean, you do what you got to do. Yeah. You, do. you know. And you roll up what to you got to roll up. You roll up what you got to roll up. This is Cali, so we. we we roll out here. And you want um, to know what's weird not to get too off topic? Yes. You know, weed is legal out here. Marijuana uh-huh. is legal. Yeah. Every person that I've had a booty call with, not that I've had a lot, has not smoked. Oh, I'm sure. I don't understand. I don't understand either. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Me. We'll put a pin in that one because that's different. Now, I love how you brought up service because I... Oh. Ding. What's that mean? That was just, you know, that was the ping. Uh, that was the ping? That was oh, the ping. Oh, okay. That was, okay. Cool. Was Ryan helping us out. Thanks, Ryan. <laughs> Ryan's cute. <laughs> so, um, I like towards the end of the podcast how Oprah asked um, Michelle, what's her superpower? Mm. And she did mention that it was making pe- uh, people feel seen, which I loved, um, relevant, whole, and her 2020 vision is to be a person of service. And you spoke about service. Mm. So when it comes to service, like, 
How did you find the balance of using your God-given gifts to be of service to others and make a living doing it? Understood. Well, I think that initially I wasn't. I was out for self and I failed miserably. It's interesting how spirit uses you in certain type of ways. And, you know, I am uh, omnius, so I believe that what everybody else believes is correct, you know. Uh, But for me, it was... Going broke, failing miserably at trying to be the boy girl Beyonce in LA in a in a world that didn't understand my gender, didn't understand the way that I portrayed myself. And when I was doing things selfishly, I want to be seen. I, I want to be number one on the Billboard charts. I want to be the best. It didn't work. Mm. It was that random day where I got told that I had to change the way I looked to get a certain job, mm. and I said no. And I was crying my eyes out. I went into my garage and started reading my tarot cards. Mm. And that day, somebody said, "I'm going to give you fifty bucks." Light bulb went off in so many different ways so many different ways like okay I helped her and then she wants to pay me Okay, so you're paying for my time and not for what I'm able to do for you. I understand now that missing link is what what fixed it for me um, being of service now of that you know um, the service is free. Your time is not. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. So you have to kind of charge based upon your value. Um, and that came along with accepting new income for yourself. I mean, I never thought that I would get $50 donated to me on reading a random tarot card online. Then Spirit said, okay, this is what you, ch- this is what you have to do. Right. And so I just lived in that How space. How did you first realize that it was more than just reading a card, but you were actually feeling a connection and energy? Well, I've always been psychic. Um, mm-hmm. I was born an orphan. So uh, for the first eight years of my life, it was very hard to keep a foster family because of some of my abilities. I thought everybody did it at one point in time and it wasn't until that last family said no, you're crazy, paranormal stuff is happening around you, you're saying stuff you ain't supposed to be saying X, Y, and Z. When I went back, that's when the light bulb went off and I was like, okay, I'm not like everybody else. Something's Mm -hmm. weird about me. Got adopted by a mom who's spiritual, she groomed the gift so I was able to control it. Didn't really use it (laughs) till... I know. Didn't really use it till college because I was trying to get some penis Um, and I turned it on and I was able to kind of... Interesting how you were kind of growing (laughs) up believing that it was something that was wrong with you, and now Mm -hmm. this is your gift, and it's the ultimate thing that makes you who you are. Right. Yeah, absolutely. See, I love that. And, you know, something Michelle also mentioned in the interview was stop comparing your walk to other people. Oh, I love that. You know what I mean? If you love what you're doing and whatever, do it. If it makes you unhappy, don't. Um, And talking about when she was on the hike that the only times she caught herself not enjoying it was when she was watching someone else. Yeah. And you can Mm. apply that to so many things in life. You Mm -hmm. could be so happy and think you're killing it and be killing it in your own life and then you see something on Instagram or you see someone that might look better than you or make you feel inferior for whatever Mm -hmm. reason and then suddenly you're not as good as you thought you were, but oh it shouldn't God. be that way, you know? It's such no. a humbling vibration. Comparison and me suck. I remember, oh, <laughs> like, going through college, and I always wanted to be in the image of someone who I admired, mm-hmm. and it was, like, tit for tat at a point in time, and I'm always consistent, like, what are they doing? X, Y, it took years to get over this, mm-hmm. but when I did, again, light bulb, I keep talking mm-hmm. about this light bulb. Do y'all have emojis y'all can drop? Give me light bulb emojis. <laughs> There we go. go. (laughs) Thanks, Ryan. (laughs) Well, I think that is coming with age and just accepting yourself and realizing that you're always going to find someone that you can compare yourself to. And if Mm -hmm. it's not someone else, it's comparing yourself to who you were years ago. It never stops. So you just have to be present with where you are now and accepting that. And be comfortable in the comparison. Like, they're doing this. I'm doing this. 
And it's okay. And that's cool. <laughs> and trusting that your walk is different for a reason. Yeah, and embracing mm-hmm. that and being excited about it. Because um, I know a lot of people in this social media culture, and this is something you also talk about, feel very um, lonely. Mm-hmm. And anything that we can receive that makes us seem alike, like whether it's pain or authenticity or whether whatever mm-hmm. it is, that's something that helps us. What do you guys think about the current climate of social media and how it really has people kind of lonely and how that contributes to our loneliness. I can understand firsthand. Yeah. Um, you know, you go online and you get 300 people in there and then you turn off the live and all I have is my cat at home. Right. So sometimes you do battle that loneliness type of vibration. Um, I've used social media to actually meet people in the physical realm and I think that that is supplementing that vibration as well but social media has developed a hive mind to where we're all feeding into it but it doesn't have a consciousness or a physical body so we're feeding into something that is basically propaganda. That's lonely. Yeah. <laughs> You're giving your energy to something that doesn't really breathe yep. or exist. So um, I can relate to it firsthand, but I'll tell you you, I have the best clients in the world because I know I can pick up the phone right now and call any last one of them and they'll be right there. Yeah. The only problem is I don't trust them. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> so it is, social media does perpetuate loneliness, but you have to supplement that loneliness with something that is beneficial. I write music in my loneliness. Right. You know? If you can learn the vibration, you can use it. What do you think? I think it's what we talk about too, being responsible for the energy you take in where you do have to keep in mind with how it feels when you're scrolling. If you're following people that make Mm -hmm. you feel bad about yourself, then let it go. So I think you can use social media to get, like, I get fashion inspiration, Mm -hmm. I get food inspiration, I connect with friends. It can be great, but I do have times where I'm like, I need, called a social media, SBD? I say a social media blackout day. Yeah. I'm just like, you're not going to be on social media. When I find myself depleted by it, then I just cut it off and I like listen to what my mind is telling me. Do you guys think it's an addiction for everyone? Not everyone, but a lot of people. Not everyone, but I can be addicted. I am too. I have to catch myself. Especially when the jobs demand you to, especially you to even show up live and talk to people. You gotta do it. It's a lie, you know? Mm -hmm. You have times where you can I've told myself this year I'm going to start a tradition where it's one week out of the year, I'm going to go to a random location. Nobody's going to know where I'm at. I'm just going to cut my phone off. Yeah. And um, I don't so even want to document it. Like, yeah. the only thing I will document is, like, one picture out of the whole thing. I want the phone off. And I want to go with a boo. Yeah. You know. Oh, I was so... I love that you brought that up because I was going to speak about that <laughs> next. Talk. And it was random, but since you said it, I'll say it now. Because, you know, Michelle talked about it and she talked about how... Um, a mate having a mate that shares your values is so important. Like I'm single, you know. So you're single too, right? Mm-hmm. And you're single. Huh. Yeah. What? No. Yeah. It's fine. Um. So <laughs> I love what <laughs> Michelle <laughs> and Barack have, and I love how she spoke about the importance of growing with somebody that shares their values. Sometimes when I think of like social media and how everything is, I'd be like, wow, it'd probably be much cooler to have a partner. I think. Yeah. I think I see value in that. It's interesting for me. Um, I'll say that... Oh, God, I'm about to confess some things on here. I I have a fear of never finding somebody that's going to accept my quirkiness or every element of who I am. So what ends up happening is this past, I guess, year or so, I dated a guy who utterly played me. And again, I'm psychic as hell, but I can't read myself for anything. <laughs> okay, so like I'm, I let him go along on a whim and do all this stuff. So after that, I got over it. You know, I'm uh, rebounding or whatever. And I kind of stuck in that rebounding space where it's like, okay, yeah. you're cool, you're cool, you're cool, you're cool. Come on over whenever you get ready, you know, I'll call you, bring me something to eat, 
you know. <laughs> but never really the going out on a date type thing. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. again, you know, I live in Charlotte. That's the South. So right. it's a little bit different of perspective or whatever. But here, these people honking their horns at me, sis. I know. These, I had four Valentines. I, look at you. You're living. Can I borrow one? <laughs> yeah, you can. <laughs> it, I was at the gym on Valentine's Day. Okay? But that's and where I'm you like, put them at, though. It was empty. I oh. was like, oh, now everybody got some money? <laughs> Y'all in here every day. But okay. It's all so why do you think you have that fear? Do you think you're getting closer to finding the person yes. that you? I love that. Do you read? No. <laughs> but I think just you have, you seem like a very confident person. Yeah. So I think that in getting to know yourself more and as the years pass, you trust that you're going to bring in that right energy and all the people that failed before are leading you. Exactly. Like you're dope. Can we get a... <laughs> 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 Yes. Knock it out. No, yeah. I mean, it's hard to stay positive, especially if you feel like you're like, damn, that one didn't work out, too. And trust me, I've been single for, like, I can't, I don't know how at this point, like, how long ago is elementary school? But I just (laughs) feel like... (laughs) It it hasn't been that long. But I'm also... I don't know. I'm fine with it because, I mean, I do have two dates coming up, but I'm also, like, you, you just, like, you know that you're good... For yourself, so I don't feel like I need to be. Completed. Well, I mean, I'm completed by myself. Yeah, and I don't yeah. mind, and I keep telling my fans they're like, "What kind of guys you like? Light skin and broke." <laughs> Clearly, I mean, for real. I mean, dang. Do <laughs> we got like? That's Can terrible. we clear that today? Can but we clear the I'll tell you the truth. I do feel like it's getting closer because I affirmed it for this year. I affirmed a lot this year, oh, and wow. so much has happened. Even this moment is, is a confirmation for some things. Mm. And my selection out here of people to choose from, like we can have Enrique or them. Yeah, absolutely. I love the excitement of knowing that you could go out any night and really anything could happen. Anything. Anyone could walk in. Anyone. See, but now my thing is getting out of the house. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? Because yeah. it's, you know, becoming more and more of a challenge to do that. Well, if you are in the house, <laughs> I mean, there are social, there are apps for everything. That's true. Try all of them. <laughs> and if you don't want to do the nighttime thing, you could do a brunch. Yeah. I love a good brunch. A brunch. And then coffee meets bagel is a nice tranquil one that don't show no penis uh, or anything. Yeah, I'm gonna, I mean, I, I spent some time last year on some, and it was... See, I get guys that are... The guys that I'm interested in are not really interested in my type, or I get guys that are just, like, too much. But and you'll I'm be like, married Whoa. in three years anyway. I'm not worried about it. Okay, three years I could do, because I still got baby time with that. Yeah, but you still got a show to get, too. That's two years from now, but three years from now you'll be married, so I'm not worried about you and attracting the guy. Okay. Yeah, Thank you're welcome. You. I like that. I received that. But what just, Michelle says also about being with someone with the same values, your values are what make you who you are. Mm-hmm. So I think if you're so not on the same page with someone, that's only going to last for so long. So basically you're saying I need to change my values. No more light skin and broke. No, you need to find <laughs> someone, well, someone that's on are. page with your values. True. Yeah. You should never have, and I don't see you the type to change for <laughs> anyone, by the way, but never. yeah, you just need someone that is riding the same wave. Cool. They're out there. I mean, it's LA, like you said, Enrique could be riding your wave Surfboard. tomorrow. Surfboard. Surfboard. <laughs> <laughs> No, I love that, but I guess that would show the power of being self-reflective as well because you have to know what your values are in order mm-hmm. to you gotta know what you want somebody. to know what to ask for. Yeah, yeah because there was a real time where I was dating people because I thought that's what I wanted, but I was like, oh, I do want somebody who speaks more educated about these things or explores this or does that. It wasn't mm-hmm. just that he was tall and fine. Well, there some was some type of education, Lord. Yeah, yeah. Dating is like the sample platter. You want yeah. like a little bit of this and a little bit of that, and then you finally pick an entree, and you're like. This is what I want to eat. Speaking Appetizers. of, I think I left my entree in the car last night. I wanted that steak. That's oh, you did? So yeah. 
Well, well you would know now. Uh, it probably smelled bad. He didn't smell bad at all in the car today. Oh, no. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. we're talking about a person. No, we're talking about a real steak. The steak was really the good. The actual food. smelled good. No, well, they all smell good, friend, but I was talking about a real steak. Oh, okay. Love yeah. steak. We should go get steak after this, girls. I'm down I to, like, today, we need to do like, Maybe in yeah. the books. We have wine to do it. Well, book boots. For yeah, you for should book me anyway. Yeah, <laughs> spiritsquad.org. I know, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, spirit, spiritsquad.org. A little shout out to that. Um, so I loved how Michelle in this talked about um, being successful in defining herself for herself. When it comes to your definition, how would you guys define yourself? I mean, progress. that's very. <laughs> I like that though. You know what I mean? Defining myself, I think I'm just in the years of life, these last couple years of just complete learning and evolving and I do I'm, I think I used to be kind of embarrassed to say like oh I like who I'm becoming but no I, I love who I am turning into and I just want to keep reflecting and working on that and just also knowing when yeah there's work that definitely still needs to be done but I like the direction I'm going in even love to be that. able to stand back and see that work needs to be done you know what I mean yeah huh I'm an evolving guide among mortals and I'm helping them progress their consciousness. That's what I was going to say. That's powerful. Yeah. I think that's what I was going to say. So um, we'll leave it at that. No, I'm just kidding. Well, because when it comes to defining, like, that's something that becomes challenging for me because yeah. it's so... Well, I think it changes. So I don't know it if I put change. one yeah. solid definition over it. But it can I change do... day to day, too. Yeah, right. absolutely. You know? yeah. But I do like what you say about being a god because I have been thinking about that lately. Like, I've been spending a lot of time in my mind almost separating the two. Because in some religion, you learn, like, pray to God. Mm-hmm. Da, da, da. But then if God is in me, how do I crystallize that relationship you pray so, to yourself correct but you know what i mean like in a certain way so i've been kind of exploring that it's an interesting lately. concept it's an interesting concept so there are certain beings blessed upon this plane that have energy that does not match normal people mm-hmm. um and you can see them they're the, they're the type that will like stand out or you're just automatically drawn to somebody walking across the street like have you ever walked across the street in hollywood and you just somebody you just they could be dressed regular and you're just like what something something's going on with that yes. person i call them gods mm. i don't know what other religious texts calls them but i respect them for whatever they do call them and um i recognize that in myself i think recognizing that manifesting ability within all of us that creative genius in all of us when we speak something we're actually supplementing a vibration that brings back what we speak for. When mm. we start recognizing that and we start waking other people up, we're giving birth to God. The next thing you know, our entire society can change, yeah. which it kind of needs to. But, oh, you know, it starts with us. And I think that um, that's why I say I'm an evolving God, assisting the world and progressing their consciousness. And then do you feel fulfilled, obviously, when you see that maybe someone comes to you and they're struggling and you can really give them a message mm-hmm. that they weren't, for whatever reason, able to see before? Baby, last night, I was getting off the exit trying to get to the Airbnb. Baby girl was on the highway with her three children, homeless. I gave her $250, and I read her for filth. Oh, and man. she broke down crying. I, I got out the car. I hugged all them babies. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know they had a smell to them, but it didn't matter to me at right. that point. You, you take that to the Yeah, right. and you had, to, you had to do that. Even with my clients, I cry in sessions with them all the time. You know, it don't matter who you are. I am so connected with that vibration, to, to, to tell you the truth. I um, think that's why when you were talking before about things not necessarily working out when you just wanted to make it and be, you know, known for, like, your looks or mm-hmm. whatever it is, I think you found the thing that truly connects you to the, the right reason of it's doing other something. People. And now it's why it's all working. And because now that's your alignment. That's where you should be. It was the missing link for you. Right. I wasn't of service. And I'm you, sure and it's you go much in with the passion, yeah, mm-hmm. for the right, I believe, reasons. Yep. 
Yeah, I love that. I Congratulations love this on Y'all do this every day? We do it every it, Monday. It's like therapy. It really yes. is. And this like, is great. Talk about connecting. The first time Jamie and I met was for the first time hosting this show. And okay. we were just like, let's dive in and go. And I, that's what I love. Because you, you'll meet people all the time where you're like, oh, it's great on paper. But something's missing. Right. And especially with it's dating, a, that's it's how it's, a, it's, a, it's an energy here. Yeah. Between the two of you guys. You well, compliment you just, each other very well. You connect and when you don't have to think about what do I say next? That's how I know I'm not vibing with someone yeah. when I catch myself thinking like, ooh, what do I say next? Yeah. Like, yeah. you don't have that when you connect with someone. You know what I yeah, say? I the it. F word. Can I cuss on here? N- no. Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I, you're such but a you can, like, <laughs> you can like leave yourself out and You can leave yourself out and like, we'll still know what you're talking about. Okay, well, Ryan, where's the bleep, friend? <laughs> there it is. <laughs> it's off timing, but we'll work on it. We'll work on it. Okay, cool. <laughs> cool. Well, what were you going to say? I forgot now. Oh, that's okay. So yeah. let's keep on moving. Yeah, honey. maybe you just wanted to cry a little bit. Um, <laughs> so, let's see. Okay, so... Um, I like, there's one last thing that Michelle Obama spoke about, and I think we can all talk about this. She talked about even her as evolved as she is, as successful and everything, she still is very hard on herself. Mm -hmm. And one of the things she's hard on herself about is, are you really working hard enough? And you think the first lady would, why is she even asking herself that? But I was really able to relate to that because I was texting a girlfriend yesterday and I just felt down because Mm -hmm. I'm like... I still get in moments of those modes. Like if I take an entire day off, I feel like, girl, uh, you couldn't, you couldn't have done something. Yeah. And even though a part of my mind really knows, like, take the day. You can. It's not that deep. I still have things like that that pop up that ask me if mm-hmm. I'm working hard enough. Do you think this culture and society that we're in now, where it's like hustle, grind, and, and there's always social media, somebody's always doing something, perpetuates thoughts? That's exactly like what I was that. gonna say. I okay. think if we were on an island by ourselves, we wouldn't give a damn. But yeah. because you're on, you go to Instagram and you see someone doing something great, you're like, I watched three movies today, which I've done. But then you might be not giving something in a service form, but when you think, I needed this for myself today. Just like everyone else, whether they're documenting it or not, like you can post a photo of doing something great the next day and Mm -hmm. someone could have the same feeling thinking of you. So Mm -hmm. it can be hard. And I think our human nature is to get down on ourselves and always have moments of not feeling your best. But that's what it means to be alive. Like the best analogy I thought was the heartbeat going up and down. That means you're alive. Mm -hmm. You're not. That's so boring to have just like even if you're constantly thriving, like that would get boring. Correct. That's why you Mm -hmm. see so many like successful people not being happy because you need substance. Yep. What do you think? And work becomes your substance. I am extremely hard on myself when I take a break. (laughs) Extremely. I mean, if I okay, I had the flu and strep throat at the same time. I had to take two days off. That's not even a break. You were sick, bro. It was just two days, though. Like, and I was right back at it. I, I can't do it. And I think that it's a matter of ambition, natural ambition, that could be encouraged by the enviousness of social media. Okay, I'm sick looking at people on my phone do cool stuff. And, you know, and then I'm thinking, like, okay, there's another psychic out there that's probably trying to steal my clientele right now. <laughs> I, need to, I need to go, like, you know, so yeah. it's this constant battle. But I'll tell you, uh, on year four of, of my business, I'm okay with taking a break. Amen. Yeah. And I'm you okay. can let that envious nature fuel you. In a healthy, positive way, or you, you can let it break you down. So I think it's also finding both. the balance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then also remembering what's for you won't miss you. So yeah, whoa, if a couple, if a couple clients go, yeah. maybe with their season. I've also tried whatever. this prayer that's kind of scary because it's like 
sometimes you don't want to know the answer, but I say, if it's not mine, please take it from me. Mm. Yes. And sometimes I'm like, no, but I actually do like him. Who but you then praying I know. to? I write. Right. <laughs> First, then who it's, you praying it's to? Like, God. God. Okay, just, okay. Because <laughs> he will take him from you, that chance. That's the thing, and then I have to accept that if you're going to take him, then okay. I guess it's so interesting you said true. that. I did that with all of my connections this year. That's so good. Um, so I post my magic online. Uh, I'm a pra- I practice witchcraft and things of that nature. And we're gonna get to that. In yeah, the we can. And basically, this year I went into my cauldron and I asked the universe to remove all connections that were bad. Surprisingly, the closest people to me are no longer, <laughs> no longer close. Do you have any idea? Because you say you can't read I, yourself. No, so you I didn't can't. Know that I did not How know. fascinating. I asked in the next days when everything happened, multiple people <gasps> exposing wow. themselves. Multiple. And I'm just like, okay, well, it's destined for me to be alone. And then I come to LA and I'm meeting really cool people and yeah. we're rekindling and I met you, you're great. Yeah. You know? So I don't know. Like, And I've tweeted this today. When people are let go of or connections or things are taken from you, the universe will always supplement the energy. Mm-hmm. It has to go somewhere. Nature and it has to come back. And then you yeah. don't miss it when you're like, oh, this is why you took it. Because exactly. something better is could literally be around the corner. Okay. Where's Enrique at? <laughs> I, I don't know. And if he's not there, I have um, a little... Friend in exactly. my drawer. Exactly. <laughs> drawer friends. Drawer friends. <laughs> well, I think we covered that really well. And so I think we're going to have some fun on our news and gossip. So let's, do we got the little, we're going to go in on some? Going in. Ooh, these sound effects are everything. Okay, on the little news and gossip, we decided to dive deep real quick. And so we're going to let Boots work his magic, and I know you're really good at telling what's going on in pop culture. And since we're doing this show about Oprah, um, we love Oprah, um, and her and her best friend Gail have been under some heat and some fire. Mm -hmm. So, if you guys don't know, Gail King did an interview with Lisa Leslie, and um, it was barely a week and a half after Kobe had passed, and she started talking about the rape allegations that Kobe experienced back in 2003, and it caused an uproar because of the mm-hmm. style that she asked, the timing, not being respectful of you know his remaining family, friends, mm-hmm. and all of these things, and it was super touchy. So much so that Gail was getting death threats and things like that. Um, I saw an interview with Oprah, and she was halfway in tears talking about how mm-hmm. terrible her best friend is doing, because she's now getting death threats, and all of these terrible things for going in on Kobe's thing. So, mm-hmm. just from a social perspective, maybe, I don't know, what's in the cards? Could you speak sure, to yeah, I can speak what's to the going, fact going, that on? What's going on? Yeah. So let's see. So first and foremost, I think Gail was pressured to say what she said in terms of that. I don't necessarily feel like that was her authentic opinion. I mean, you know, it was anybody with a brain, the man just died. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not going to bring anything up like that. And I think it's something similar to when after Kobe had passed, there was a newscaster who used the inappropriate word. And if you listen to the way that she was reading, she was reading that Mm -hmm. and it was written in script. I don't feel like all of that was Gail's opinion. Mm -hmm. I think it was the network's opinion reflected through Gail and she took the heat for it. That's the first thing that I'll say. Mm -hmm. In terms of Oprah... Oprah got her friend back, especially in a matter of public opinion. The Brandy card is upright, so she's basically trying to save her friend's face, and she's powerful enough to do that. So, of course, she's going to, whether it's an exaggeration or not, she's going to go up there and say, she's doing terrible. That way, the heat will be died down off of Gail uh, from her audience perspective. We do have a hidden card right here. You want to flip that over? Which one? That one. You're helping me because my nail's too long. Brandon is upright. Okay, cool. So, this is talking about reclusiveness. This also could be a ploy for Gail to take a break. Mm. Maybe it's just time for that. Okay. Um, and this might be a break on her own regards because she might want to focus on her love life. Brandon and Brandy are together, and that's a couple in my tarot deck. Oh, wow. 
So, you know, things get kind of political in Hollywood, honey, and you have to find ways out of contracts and stuff like that. And if, public, if the public don't like you, that's the easiest way to go underground. Yeah. Uh, so, I'm going to say the future, we'll know in the next two months as to kind of what goes down with this, but I think that there might be um, a ghosting of Gail King. Mm. Um Intentionally, not blackballed or anything like that. Um, and I think that that is the, the nutshell of it all, if I was to read it. Give me a round of applause, Ryan. Where is it? Yeah, I love Yay. it. That was great. Thank, Thank you. you so much for you're helping welcome. us understand that intuitively. Yeah, I love no your worries. deck. Also. And the general public needs to lay off of my friend Ari Lennox. She said what she said, and her opinion echoes with a lot of individuals, not just her fan base. You know, so really listen to what she said, okay, beyond the adjectives that she called the people. She had a point. Yeah, and I did see that, and I stand <clears throat> with Ari Lennox. Um, so, yeah, thank you so much for sharing you. that. You're welcome. And so this will be a perfect time to dive into our Super Soul poll. This Ooh. is where Haley goes on her Instagram every Sunday yes. and asks the important questions. Da, da, da. So Michelle talked a lot about living authentically, and, of course, we try to do that being alignment, and it's it might not be the easiest thing. I truly don't know if I always feel like I'm living authentically due to pressures, and I took it to Instagram to ask most people, do you believe you're living authentically? Authentically true to yourself. We had 71% say yes, with 29% saying no. So I I said yes. Yeah, I think it it changes and depending on where you are in your life. They lied. I said no. You said no? You said no, Ryan? How come? I voted. Yeah, Ryan, can we get your feedback as to why? Uh, I just think sometimes uh, when you don't have it all the way together, you kind of need to not, you have to be not authentic in order to just kind of be gotta put on a face sometimes mm. I kind of relate I, I kind of agree uh, I think that we change the lens in which we present ourselves mm, yeah so I don't Gemini's. necessarily <laughs> yeah I was like but wait that's just that's natural and yeah for like me. so to me I don't think that if I say oh hey how are you or I'm like hey what's up how you doing you know I think both of mm-hmm. them is authentic to me you just have to change yourself based upon the circumstances right I think we see that yeah. a lot in work too cause like I know I'm not 100% yeah. saying the things I want to say but then your co-workers will go home and say yo she's right. bang Right, and all right. this other stuff, whatever. Whatever. Give me a few months, and then I'm up in there telling y'all exactly what you can do and what you could do. Facts. <laughs> can only hold it for so long. Big facts. <laughs> no, I love that. So I'm glad that most people feel like they're being their authentic selves. That's good to hear. Um, yeah, that's interesting. I thought a lot of people, would, more people would say no. Yeah. But hey. They're lying. Plain and simple. Not authentic. Yeah, can no. you get the names of the... No, just like... Right. <laughs> the yeses are not authentic. Right. What the... Well, I love that. Thank you guys so much for that. So now we're just in our final segment, our special segment, Own Your Soul. Your journey to become more inspired and connected to the deeper world around us starts right now. So this is our special segment, Own Your Soul, where we talk about the things that we're going to change or um, information that we've learned that is going to help us evolve into our week. How are we going to transform and be bigger and better with the information that we've learned? Um, anybody want to start? Like, well, Can I ask that maybe... Boots, can you tell us how? Like, we want your response, but then what you would Let's think. Let's get a collective read. Like, yeah, what, sure. What you, what the cards say. How we, okay, we do you do, want one each, or do you want me to just do one for Let's, everybody? Let's do one each. For all of us, each of us. Okay, cool. Is that okay? Yeah. Jamie, all, each of us. your focus this week is on evolution. I think you might have something that you've been brewing and you've been waiting on confirmation to get. Uh, this is Friday of this week. You get confirmation that you're actually moving forward with your idea, investment, or seed that you've planted. Okay. Okay. With so yourself. Fast. The wild one is upright. Get out the house. 
<laughs> that's, that's, that's basically saying socialize a little bit more or obtain different social circles. The wild one mm. doesn't limit itself to exactly where they partake their social energy into. You might have an offer to go out to brunch with some people that you don't like, especially around Thursday, or some interesting people. Wait, I have a date on Thursday, first date. And she, she's go. never told me that she's had a date. Okay, I do have a date on Thursday. There we go. So this is flattenizing with new people. Don't be afraid, just be yourself. Okay. Cool. And for yeah. myself, spirit. <laughs> oh, this is a card of living authentically, ironically. Wow. Um, so basically, this is basically saying um, I have a lot of big things this week. So just be myself. I love it. I love how fast you are. You're like I'm not even. Double. This is what he does. That's what I do. Yes, baby. This is it. I love and if it. you would like to do it as well, again, spiritsquad.org. Yes. God, that was amazing. Yes. I'll take that. I'll receive that and just so marinate fun. on that for the week. Well, I'm trying to marinate on something and receive something this evening. So is this show done? <laughs> As a matter of fact, it is. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Make sure to tune in every Monday at 6.15 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You can find us now on After Buzz. We've moved from Black Hollywood Live to After Buzz, so make sure to tune in. I'm your host, Jamie Alexander, and you can find me on Instagram at Jamie Alexander. You can find me on Instagram at HeyJ, Instagram and Twitter H-A-Y-J underscore. If you're trying to book a boy girl, spiritsquad.org, but boots with the Z tarot on all major social media outlets. We get another round of applause for our guests for tonight's show. Woo-hoo! See you guys next week. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 